Welcome to the Busy Podcast. Interviews with SMEs, business owners, and entrepreneurs. Talks, profile managers, directors, business owners, notable businessmen, and women around Africa. Not limited to that, but also stocks, bonds, policies, business ideas, and lots more. Do well to rate and review this podcast. Don't hesitate to contact us for suggestions, feedback, and inquiry. Is there anything you like discussed? Then don't hesitate to send your topics to us. Today on the Busy Podcast, we'll be interviewing a fashion designer and we'll get to know her and discuss what doing business in Nigeria is like. And while the world is still battling coronavirus, don't forget to stay safe and wash your hands regularly. So now let's dive in. Please introduce yourself to the listeners. Good day. My name is Tino Haderebebe. I'm a fashion designer. I'm married with two children. To God be the glory. The name of my fashion business is DT's Clothing. I've been into fashion business since precisely 2017. So that's like three years now. Three years, yes. So um, did you start as an entrepreneur or you in the labor market first? No, 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 no. I was in the labor market. Mm. So you in the labor market for like how many years? Okay. Whereas I'm working before with someone. Yes. Uh, yeah. For like five years. Wow. So um, which sector of the... Um, printing. Printing. Yes. Uh, so that's flyout posters. Yes, flyout, anything is flyout So um, what made you switch from normal job, regular job to become... Okay, basically it's family challenges, let me say that. Okay. Because then, you know, it's normally Lagos stuff, going out early in the morning, coming late, and then I used to have a house help. So uh, my children were always in the hand of the house help, taking care of them. I must have gone out in the morning, coming back in the evening. It got to a time that the house help told me that she's no longer working. She wants to go and settle down. So there was no way to put my children in. I was like, ah, we just stay at home. That was what really made me to stop working then. So I was just a you know, housewife for like three months. But my normal self, I'm not the kind of person that likes staying, doing nothing. So during that period of staying at home, doing nothing, I was like, because you know, what I've been doing for years, like because I worked with my former company, the printing press for five years, going out, coming late, you know, I'm not, I'm not someone that likes staying, doing nothing. I was looking at myself, like, what? that that I can really do that will still that will still have time create time for my children and my family you know what is that then different people will be saying I have talent I love singing I love dancing I don't really see myself doing any of these things because each time I ask my husband what do you think I'm good at what do you think I can do you know but my husband will be like I don't know I do ask different people at times I will just be looking and go, what is that that what is that that I can really do without stressing myself? What is that thing I love doing? Nothing. Until one day. I just know that I love looking good. I love looking good. I like wearing a clothes and making a statement. People see me. So I was like, ah, since I love looking good, then what can I do? And I don't see myself as a business person. You understand because after my after I graduated, like after a year, I got a job 
I've never done anything business. business. So I don't see myself as a business person. But the reason I knew then was I love looking good. So what can I do? Let me go and learn this fashion design. Fashion design. And your husband was so very very supportive. Uh, very supportive. Okay, now you said what made you actually switch from normal jobs to doing a business. Today, yes. How is the business going? Ah, no, 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 fantastic. Yes. I didn't say, really, I really, <laughs> I, I'm fulfilled. You know, it's, there's another, there's another thing doing something and not being fulfilled, and you know. Because then when I was working, to me, it was just the normal routine, day-to-day job. job, going, come back, coming five. back, you know, nine to five. But now, since I started this, my business, I'm really fulfilled to go be the glory. I am fulfilled. I'm happy. I have my time. Creativity is there. I'm so happy with what I'm doing. Obviously, you prefer working for yourself. Uh, yes, yes. So, do you have any apprentices? So for now, I don't have... The people have been coming. Uh, taking my time. I've not really gotten, I don't have any apprentice for now. For now, I don't. I'm still doing it. Tailors always have issues with customers. Mm. Like most times, whenever, either when there is Christmas or there is a wedding, mm. tailors most times, all of them disappoint. Yes. So, how do you actually deal with customers and make sure you deliver on time? Ah, uh, really? You are right with that. Because, you know, for we tailors must have gotten more than what you can actually see and at the end of the day there's going to be a problem but I made up my mind I set a strategy that I don't do every job you have to give me two weeks there's a two weeks interval before getting your job give this woman any clothes you have to give her a notice of two weeks two weeks interval at least so there's no how in that two weeks I don't disappoint. Also, there's this other one too that's always trending most times on Twitter, even on Instagram, where people will order for a cloth online. Mm. You see something that is online, send it to your tailor and tailor send another. <laughs> what I ordered for. Yeah, what I ordered was not in And really, it's, yes, I think it's normal. But I can't say it's a normal thing. But once you know what you're doing, that has never happened to me before. Mm. Because even before you, if you send this tie to me, before I start sewing, must have you know talked about it seeing each other you know there are customers who have fun there are some customers they will tell you this is what they want maybe at the maybe you you must have cut their clothes or you must have started sewing their clothes before they now that they want to change it so all, all that has never happened to me before because before we before the concluding parts we have to both of us and make sure that i send the screenshot of what you want you to be the everyday so it has never happened to me anyway there's a proper accountability so, if you have an opportunity to start your business over again or do anything differently, what will you do differently? If I had the opportunity, it's what I would have loved to do even when I was younger. Do you understand? Do you understand? I would have put in more effort, like going to fashion school, as in school, learning fashion designing in school, and put after that, then having a proper, how would I say it? Proper business orientation. Exactly. So, like, a proper way of handling and doing business. Like, but there are still um, there are courses you can actually take on. Yeah, which I'm really hoping to. I'm working towards. So, what have actually been the challenges of starting and running your business? The challenges getting customers and you know and capital. 
So these are just the major ones. Capital to fund from the beginning, then getting the database of customers. No, getting a place as a showroom. A showroom. And then database of the customers. Okay. So what advice do you actually give people that want to become fashion designers or entrepreneurs? Basically, you have to know what you want. Because whatever you want to dive into, you have to know, is this what... Do you have passion for it? Don't do it because people are doing it. Because in the long run, you might just get tired. Just ask, is this what I love doing? After that, then you get the proper training. training. Do you understand? And customer service, uh, how you talk to customer service, it's very important. So you said earlier that one of the major problems was getting customers. Mm-hmm. So how are, how are you able to overcome the challenge? Ah, so, yes, really. Uh, when I started, I make sure that I see for myself. I see things as in, I see different styles for myself. So people will see me, they will ask me, I love your dress, I love your top. Who is your tailor? Most of the time I just told her, I'm a tailor, I'm a fashion designer, I made it by myself, I'm from there. Do you understand? I, my first for me to that was I always make sure that I see for myself nice tabs. Now then another one so, okay. so what um, capital? How did you go around getting capital to start off? Really, it was my from my husband. <laughs> so it was very very supportive. Then. Yes, it was from my husband for the first ready to wear collections. I started with twenty thousand. I was going to give it to me, you know? I thought that was different material. So that was how, for my own man, Okay, so um, is there any other thing, like, let's tell us about your business, what you do, so that if people out there want to get to you, your services? I'm a fashion designer, a bespoke tailor, right? Okay. I'm into ready to wear, I'm into embellishments, training stuff. How can customers get across to you, new clients get across to you? Basically, my phone number and my Instagram account. My phone number is 070-55-855-184. Can you spell it, please? D- Thank you for listening. We hope to see you next week. As a pioneer of our podcast, we would like to know you more. Send your name and email via mail to us at thebzpodcast at gmail.com or via our social media platforms. Your suggestion and comments are also welcomed. Thank you and have a nice day.